Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! Taylor writes in, he says, Roddy, why do you keep that microphone in front of your face? I find it a little distracting, but enjoy the show otherwise. How about that? I moved it because my chiropractor said, Rod, your neck is getting screwed. Because you're leaning over this microphone all the time. Can you prop it up? My micro, my chiropractor is very happy. Oh, yeah. You guys aren't. I don't know what to do. I've been in radio for 30 years. I never worried about what it looked like. This is the Rod Peterson Show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to the RP Show. How are you? I'm great. That's my Rick Reagan imitation. That's not bad. It's not bad. How about that? How about that? Uh, It is episode number 457 of Canada's Daytime Sports Talk Show. Welcome inside the bunker, everybody, on a very big day. Man, especially here in the sweatpants capital, eh? Oh, yeah. We got a lot of things to get to. We've got some very special guests on the program. We always do, but coming up today from uh, TSN NHL insider Darren DuPont. uh, Sorry, Darren Dreger. Why did I put DuPont beside that? Because you're also on I the show. I can't help it if... The two Darrens. Yeah, on your mind. <laughs> Jackie Redman from the NHL Network is going to be with us. And I'm starting to <clears throat> get a little annoyed here because I realized we had such a party here. Happy birthday, Clark. It's his 30th today. How about that? How about that? Lots of time left to screw up your life, Clark. You think 30's old. It's not. Anyways, we didn't get down to anything serious for Nothing. the last half an hour. Nothing. And Brandon Crows here, the voice of the Brandon Wheat Kings. And you very much belong in that troika, Crows, even though you don't think you do. With Jackie Redmond and Darren Dreger. But we were going to talk about Jackie Redmond. She's from the NHL Network. I need you to put on the screen, Clark, what they want us to promote the NHL Network, right? That's usually what our morning meeting's about. Yeah. All of these sponsored elements and things like that. And Brandon Crow brought in donuts and everybody's brain fell on the floor. Oh, I know. It's good. It's good. I'm just saying we haven't talked about anything of substance, really, yeah. other than the exciting news uh, that came up uh, this morning here in the sweatpants capital and across the Canadian Football League. So we'll get to that in moments. But first, let's hit the quick six show topics, please. <laughs> Director Jordan. Thank you. Um, I got to open with the NHL. And while he and I were broadcasting hockey last night in the Dub Hub, there was a lot of NHL games going on, a lot of games last night. So here's... I didn't see those. I saw the highlights. I read the morning skate uh, from the NHL media this morning. This is what I came up with. Where is Taylor Hall going? That's the first NHL leftover from last night. I Googled Taylor Hall trade deadline. Boom. First thing that came up was from the Sporting News. Four destinations for Taylor Hall. 
New York Islanders, Boston Bruins, Toronto Maple Leafs, or Calgary Flames. Do you feel like that's throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks? Yes. Well, kind of. Like, the Calgary Flames? Yeah, like a month ago, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, not now. I don't, I don't, I don't think. think so. And, and Taylor Hall. Doesn't sound like a Daryl Sutter guy. Just saying. Uh, but he might be. You never know. You never know. Like, maybe that's the environment he needs to might be in. Might be exactly right? what he needs. So that's our... I haven't tweeted this yet. I put it on Instagram poll. I haven't tweeted it yet because, again, it's been Lottie dying here. Would you trade for Taylor Hall? We faced off on it yesterday. I don't know if the guys have put it up on Facebook yet. Oh, they have. Uh, the majority... Saying yes, wow. 59%. On Instagram, over 60% of respondents said no. You can vote on our Instagram story at the Rod Peterson Show. But we're getting kind of bogged down on Taylor Hall talk. Uh, Kirby Doc scored his first of the year last night. Things just continue to come up roses for the Chicago Blackhawks, and they beat Dallas. When are we going to start talking about the Dallas Stars? I know. That's not a rhetorical question. I know. But I'm going to start like, talking about the fact. Forget about talking about talking. They're struggling. I know. Were they a flash in the pan last year? Not supposed to be, right? No. But that happens. You know, you kind of get everything together at once, and and the expectations get blown out of proportion. I still think the Stars are a good team. But, yeah, it's underachieving would be uh, an understatement for the Dallas Stars. From the viewer board, great suggestion from Robin and Prince Albert, who I believe is a Stars fan. He says, send him to Dallas. Have Taylor and Tyler. Can you imagine? We no longer have to say Taylor or Tyler. They'd be playing on the same team. Yeah. Um, Thomas Tank Abbott says, good morning. The only morning show that gets airtime here when renovating the rental. Thanks for having us on. I appreciate it. Uh, By the way, the Rangers scored eight again, and it seems to me like they score in bunches. I went in this morning and looked what the goals four are in the National Hockey League. The Colorado Avalanche lead with 137. Rangers hovering around a playoff spot, I think as we sit here today, aren't in one, but they got 125 goals scored. So they know how to score. If they could ever learn to play defense, Mm -hmm. it'd be 1994 all over again. Also, Lou Lamarillo is now Ty Glenn. Slats Sather for number two all-time for GM wins. And uh, my fifth leftover has to do with Connor Bedard, which I, I got that here in my quick six. I'm sweating like crazy. That's what my earpiece keeps falling out. We think it's hot in here, and it's supposed to be the hottest day. Is that right? Of the year, twenty degrees this uh, afternoon. How about that? I should have brought the Jeep up here. I thought you would. Yeah. I know. I was thinking about it. Got to get a haircut first. Um, topic two in the quick six show topics here in the warm up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. New downtown ballpark proposed for Regina, and I see a guy. This came out at eight a.m. Mountain. There it is. Is. Isn't that a thing of beauty? We'll put it up on the screen. I know our listeners can't see it, but that is uh, Sass Drive, just in the top left corner, right, of the screen. Yeah. It's a 3,500-seat ballpark. It's got everybody popping champagne corks. I think the proposed, this is a stadium artist rendition, is Sass Tell Rail Yards. If they called it the Rail Yards, because that's where it would go, where it is. That'd be a pretty cool name. I was just going to say, that's a really cool name. Yeah. The Rail Yard. So for those that aren't familiar with the Sweatpants Capital, there's a lot of bars and restaurants along there. There's a new hotel that just went up, and everybody's excited about this. And it's got people, this guy wrote in on Instagram to me, and he goes, oh, 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 misleading headline 
owners have proposed a new stadium. And this hasn't gone through yet. And I'm like, isn't this how it works? Ram it through. And for those that don't know, the Regina Red Sox are spearheading this. They've been spearheading it for years. They play in the Western Canadian Baseball League, Minor League Ball League, Collegiate uh, League, really. And they've been looking for a sugar daddy for a long time. I've lined them up with a few rich guys that the rich guys passed. They've found their rich guy. And it's the same guy that's building a soccer stadium in Saskatoon for a CPL team, a Canadian Premier League. And, Darren, that Saskatoon's more your town than mine. I mean, I love it, but you're the Saskatoon guy. Can you just spend 90 seconds on Living Sky Sports? They're the money guys that are going to build this so you don't got to worry about your taxes going up. That's my take. Al Simpson's the guy. He's a great guy. Um, And, actually, I spoke to him last week. Um, Oh, the soccer thing. The soccer thing. And, you know, they're going to put it in Prairieland Park. And, unfortunately... It means no more racetrack, but that was decided already that the racetrack was going to be done, which I love, but that's a perfect spot. So right where that racetrack is in Saskatoon at Prairieland Park, that goes out, soccer field goes in, they add some stands, but they've already got the grandstands and a lot of the infrastructure there, and they're going to revamp. They'll be kind of that cornerstone tenant of Prairieland Park, and that'll be wonderful. This and the rail yards will be really great for Regina, and all of a sudden, the rectangle's rocking. All of a sudden, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's uh, <clears throat> very exciting today. Regina Pats announcing a couple weeks ago that they uh, intend to build a new facility. The owner, Sean Semple, and now a baseball park. And so here's the thing. There is money here. You just wouldn't know it because people spend their money on sweatpants. Otherwise, we got money for stadiums, and that's going to happen. Uh, moving on to point three. I love, I love what's going on with Connor Bedard, hockey-wise, all across Western Canada. There's people from other provinces than here saying, love when you talk about him on the show. Love the ho- highlights that you post to your social media. Last night, the Regina Pats beat the Swift Current Broncos 6-1 in the Brand Center, in the Dub Hub, and Connor Bedard had two goals to assist. On my Cat Country FM commentary this morning, you could conceivably say that Connor Bedard has scored in every single Pats game because in the one game that he was shut out in 65 minutes, he scored in the shootout. So it's not even conceivable, you say. He has scored in every game. There were people writing last night on Twitter, he's got 26 points in 14 games and he's 15 years old. And people are, and are asking, hey, is he NHL ready now? No, he's a boy. And that's what makes this so remarkable, what he's doing, and why so many people are just loving the kid, because he's still a boy. They got him listed at 5'9", 179. He doesn't look that big on the ice. I was going to say soaking wet. But it's funny, the 15-year-olds, like the last 15-year-old I remember rolling through the Western League that had that type of an impact was Braden Point, Musha. And he came up to the Warriors in the playoffs as a 15-year-old, and I believe he had two overtime game winners in the playoffs that year for Moose John was an impact player at 15. Connor Bedard's doing that and then some leading the league in scoring. So it's, it's tremendous to watch and project. And we kind of have that little back and forth of, you know, does he play in the world juniors, you know, and how fast does he get a spot and how much does he contribute? But yeah, the NHL talks too premature because I mean, he's a boy against men. That would be different, but the skills will no doubt translate as he gets older. Yeah. The WHL is not a man's league. He's a boy against older boys right now. And what he's doing is sensational. But the NHL's a man's league. No, he can't play in the NHL right now. But he and I had quite a debate last night on the TV broadcast. I think he should have played in the World Juniors this year. 
And I'm sorry. That's what we should have faced off on yesterday, maybe. He's leading the WHL and scoring at 15. Give me a break. Uh, but sad news today coming out of the Regina Pats just an hour ago. Regina Pats Hockey Club issued the following statement Wednesday morning regarding Connor Bedard's grandfather, Garth Bedard, who passed away Tuesday in a motor vehicle accident near Sycamus, B.C. The Regina Pats Hockey Club extends our deepest condolences to Connor and the entire Bedard family after the passing of Garth. We know how close Connor was with his grandfather, was one of Connor's biggest fans. Garth was incredibly proud of Connor and took great joy in his grandson's passion for hockey and even more so in the person he's become. Connor will remain with the Pats for his final game this season on Friday before returning home to North Vancouver, B.C. on Saturday to be with his family. We will continue to stand with Connor and his family during this difficult time as they grieve the loss of someone who meant so much. We were scheduled to have an interview with Connor this afternoon, and uh, that's obviously not going to happen. It's not important. He's going home to be with his family. Tragic. It, I don't need to tell you the ramifications. Think about how proud Garth was of what Connor's doing. Yeah. And this happens. So I'll, we're with the Bedard family. Everybody is in hockey. Um, my fourth topic of the Quick Six Show topics here was a tidbit that I got last night during the hockey game. I told Darren this. I didn't really look at the text that closely because I'm trying to be calling a hockey game. This morning I looked at it again and I'm like, whoa. So the tweet that I put out about an hour ago was regarding this. Forget about MLSE. Forget about The Rock. A source telling me that CFL leaders are talking about dropping five Canadians per team from the rosters and reducing the starters ratio down to three starters per team. Well, to say that's been ground shaking is an understatement. And let me just say the way that I worded it is exactly that. They're talking about it. To use a Randy Ambrosi term, they're talking about talking. Is this just within the league office? Is this the general managers that are having their Zoom meetings and league meetings this week? I don't really know who it is. I was told CFL leaders. So you take that for what it is, but it's sounded alarm bells, obviously, for Canadian football. Now, there's a lot of people that understand the CFL, some of which are Americans saying, this needed to happen. Where are you on this latest development? It's not good. It's not good. I look at it like, look at talking about talking. So I never want to hammer on an idea just because it's an idea, right? I'm, I'm in favor of all doors open, optimistic. Let's put it all on the table. So if you think that three starters and five Canadians on the roster is something that will help the CFL, let's hear it. Five Canadians less. Yes, five Canadians less. And three starters, I think, let's hear it. And let's find out why is this going to help the CFL. But we had David Sanchez on here this week talking about the ratio and how important that is to the Canadian Football League. He wouldn't have played in the NFL or the CFL if it wasn't for the ratio. And there's a lot of Canadian players like that that wouldn't have gotten the opportunity, right? And the opportunity to be on the field, to be looked at the same, and then become stars. So I think, you know, what makes our game Canadian needs to be protected. Um, And it's disappointing if they're seriously looking at, uh, at eliminating these Canadians. Well, you spots. know how people are going to run off. I know. Like crazy with this, just like we all did with the XFL, CFL news. But this is the report from a source who has said they're talking about dropping the starters ratio to three and eliminating five Canadian positions per team. So with that concept of Rob Vanstone's and Jim Hobson's of going back to 85% Canadian, no, 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 no. They're going the other way. Talking about it. 
So there's that. Point five, Blue Jays falling 7-4 at the Texas Rangers last night. Unfortunately, we missed the game, but we'll talk a little Blue Jays ball a little later on because we were calling hockey. And my last point here has to do with soccer. I got to say this. We're getting a professional team in Saskatoon. As you know, they're building a new stadium for it. It's exciting. I'm getting soccer people left and right that are like tugging on my jacket going, Rod, we want you to talk soccer on the show. Did you see yesterday Steve Johnson put a poll question up? One of our viewers, P1s. What's the favorite sport you like that Rod talks about on the show? Football, hockey, baseball, or other? Football won by a nose over hockey. Somebody wrote in and said, more soccer would be nice. Here's the thing about soccer people. They're like curling people. They're very polite. They're not whiny. Right. It's like, we're here. If you'd like to talk about us, we're available. But hey, you do you. You do you. But I'm here. They're very nice about it. So, I mean, last year I sampled auto racing and I got into it and I love it. And the race season begins May 29th. There's something about racing that I really love. So maybe I need to go to a CPL game. Maybe I need to go to a summer soccer series. I need to be shown a good time. Yeah. Let me ref or something. Let me ref or play goal or something, and maybe I'll get into it. But I'm not saying I won't get into it, because you people have been very nice in the soccer community. They've sent us clothing. Gifts, yes. So it's not that I don't like it, but I watch ESPN every single morning, and I, I've stopped getting down to my knees and saying, please, baby hockey Jesus, can you please have the ESPN guys talk hockey this morning? They never do. Ever. It's NFL every damn day. But I still watch. So, because it entertains me. I, I can get the hockey talk other places. Like, for instance, Jackie Redman, who's going to be joining us next from the NHL Network. But soccer, I'm hearing you. As are you. Yeah. I just know nothing about it. So, if we can fix that, uh, I guess that's on me. We'll be right back. This has been uh, the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including New York. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us for coffee on this Wednesday, April the 7th. By the way, the Prairie Mobile text line is open if you have any uh, questions or comments as we roll along. 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS mobility dealer. Well, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the program Jackie Redman, whom we all know is Canadian sports fans. She's been hanging her hat in the States for a while now with the NHL Network and MLB Network. Jackie, thanks for the time. How are things uh, in New York today? Is that where you're joining us from? Yes, uh, live look at my office um, at the NHL Network slash wardrobe room, um, I suppose. But yes, uh, I am in New Jersey. That's where our studios are. So just hoping for some action here uh, a few days away from the trade deadline, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we'll get into that. And by the way, Stu Grimson, very good friend of mine, Bruce Boudreau becoming that. That's why I figured that you're in Secaucus, not New York. But I'm looking at your Twitter bio and it says, I love potato chips. Can we start there? Like, do we not have in Canada the better potato chips? 
ketchup, enough said, versus America has more of the chocolate bars. What's been your experience on that? Oh, Canada, hands down, has the better potato chips. It's not It's not even close. Even if you compare, like, this is a little crazy, but if you compare Ruffles Plain in Canada to Ruffles Plain in the USA, they don't taste the same because there's different regulations about how much sodium and all that stuff that you can have in these things. Wild. And I still say, like, Canada's way better. Yeah, way so wh- better. what is your favorite potato chip? Like All of them, or is there one that you're <laughs> buying if you had the option of all of them? You know, I think I get asked this question more than any other question uh, when I do sports shows. I'm not even joking. And I always say I don't discriminate. There's no potato chip that I will not eat. But I go through phases. Right now, I'm very into kettle chips. So, Miss Vicky's, you know the blue bag? I, I think it's sour cream and chili it's called. I'm all, I love those chips. Hmm. Well, I'm not a kettle fan, but I'm, I'm kind of digging Pringles, uh, Buffalo wings right now, but I'm, I'm with you. I'll eat them all. Yeah. Okay. So I can get down with Buffalo flavored chips. (laughs) It's very good. I'll ship you some if you want. I don't know if you can get them in New Jersey (laughs) or not. (laughs) You got to try it. You got to try it. So you, you, by the way, I watch NHL network a lot and MLB network. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say how. So I won't, but I do. It seems like you're really having a lot of fun on the NHL network right now. Did you just saw me say ESPN never talks hockey? Like there's a huge need for hockey talk in America. I don't think people would understand that in Canada. No, I, I totally agree. And, and the crazy thing about the show that I do, it's on from four to six in the afternoon. It is the only place you can get hockey in the middle of the day is the NHL network. So I have a blast working here. We get to do a ton of fun stuff. I have one of the best co-hosts in the world and EJ Raddick. I can't say enough about him. Um, I feel really blessed to work with him, but yeah, it's, it was 10 months back home in Canada, not really doing anything. So I'm excited to be back and doing a regular show again. Look, I've got hockey questions for you, but Alan, the intern, the Asian sensation, (laughs) our intern has written, he says, Hey, Jackie, How was it to work for Bell after the score? Who was your favorite WWE superstar to interview? That's from Alan, the intern. Okay, so I was at Sportsnet, um, to be clear, but uh, and I miss my wrestling days. Man, favorite wrestler. You know, I did a rap battle with Bailey. Um, that's pretty high on my radar. Like we wrapped Eminem lyrics together. So that's probably my favorite interview that I've done. But the first time I interviewed Stephanie McMahon was pretty wild. Triple H, because I like I was introduced to wrestling back in the days of a McMahon in every corner. Um, like th- those are the days that I was watching Stone Cold, Triple H, uh, The Rock, all those guys. So um, when I finally met Stephanie McMahon, I was it was one of those moments where I was like, whoa, 12 year old Jackie is tripping out right now. But my favorite interview is probably with Bailey. I would say. Trust me, I get it. I mean, working in sports as a play-by-play guy for years, the WWF guys were under the arena stands one time. We were going on the road, but they were setting up, and Vince McMahon was putting on his suit. I just looked in a dressing room, and I'm like, my God, is that guy big. (laughs) Vince McMahon. He's huge. Anyways, let's get serious. Jeff in Winnipeg says, Hawkins cheesies all the way. So that's one thing we have in Canada is Hawkins cheesies, no doubt. Um, Nelson Hackowitz says, Ruffles all dressed chips. That's probably my favorite, Nelson, but I'm moving on to Buffalo Wings. But I'm serious about getting serious. Taylor Hall. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor I Hall. I was going to throw in there, jalapeno-flavored cheesies are money. 
Where does one get those? I think you can get them in Canada. They're the hard cheesies, like the Cheetos, I think. Okay, producer Clark's telling me Cheetos has them. We have a mission after the show today to find jalapeno-flavored cheesies. Okay. How about that? How about that? So on Instagram, our question today for our viewers is, would you trade for Taylor Hall? And over 60% of respondents saying they would not. Um, In your opinion, does Taylor Hall get moved? And if so, are you hearing where he might go? Oh, gosh. Um, I think there's a good chance that he gets moved. Um, but he does have a little bit of say in where he goes, which is a factor that people just, uh, for some reason, aren't bringing into the conversation as much as I think that they should be. I do think that that there are teams where Taylor Hall could fit. The one place I don't want to see him go is the New York Islanders. And I've changed my stance on this in the last seven days because I was the first person like the Everly Hall connection, like Taylor Hall should go to the Islanders when Andrews Lee um, Uh, went down to injury but now I'm sort of walking that back because I think to play in Barry Trott's system you have to be the type of player that is willing to buy into a lot of things that have nothing to do with scoring goals and I'm not saying that Taylor Hall is not willing I'm just saying that based on what I've seen I think there are probably better candidates out there that would fit into the way the Islanders play more than Taylor Hall does. Uh, Nick Foligno is someone that I would love to see go play for Barry Trotz, the captain of the Blue Jackets. I'm a huge Blue Jackets supporter, but the time is not now for them. And I think that if if the Islanders could figure out a way to get Foligno, he would be the perfect guy to go there. He can play in so many different roles. He's definitely a leader. That's why he wears the C in Columbus. And the way Torts plays is, it's not the same. The, the, the structure is not exactly the same, but there are similarities. So I think Felino would fit in really nice with the Islanders. That's the deal that I'm hoping to see go down over the next few days. Wow, and we got a lot of Islanders fans that are viewers of this show. I can't wait to get their take on that. Uh, by the way, Jeff in Winnipeg says jalapeno cheddar is of what she speaks. And viewer Darren Bradley <laughs> says, you can get it at Dollarama. Dollarama, guys. <laughs> jalapeno Cheetos. Okay, we're on it. Now, I Googled this morning Taylor Hall trade deadline, and what came up was the sporting news. Four teams, Toronto, the Islanders, the Bruins, and the Flames. Do you feel like that's just four random teams they just spun a wheel and got, or is there something to those teams, do you think? I think there's something to those. Uh, I mean, I feel like the Leafs come up no matter what the what what big name player is is up for grabs at the deadline. The Leafs are always going to be a team that's thrown in there. I don't know that that should be the priority for the Leafs. The Leafs have enough guys that can score goals. To me, I look at the Leafs and I am concerned about goaltending. We have seen numerous situations this year with teams putting their fourth goaltender out there and and hoping for the best. I mean, Boston last night had Swayman play their fourth goaltender this season. So very quickly your goaltending situation can um, go awry if you will and the Leafs are already in a situation where Freddie Anderson's not playing Jack Campbell is playing very well but he is still recovering from a leg injury he's not 100% so all it's going to take is one dude crashing the net in game one of round one of a playoff series and Campbell could be out so I think the Leafs need to address that situation probably uh, more so than than getting a skilled forward to collect points I think they have enough players uh that can do that so I would like to see the Leafs do something either between the pipes or on the blue line because you can never have enough defensemen um in in the playoffs that's for sure Calgary's weird to me um 
I think Calgary should just blow it up. I think it is clearly <laughs> not working out there. I I call them fraudulent. Uh, Been saying fraudulent it for like a week Calgary or two. Claims. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I agree. They are. They're just like, yes, I get it. You have big name players. You should be better than you are, but you're not. So it's time to move on. Um, So I think they should blow it up. Whether that means bring Taylor Hall in, I I have no idea. I don't know if that's where you start if you're going to restructure the Flames completely. So I think the Flames are probably going to do most of their work in the offseason. I think that just makes more sense to me because they're not going anywhere this year. No, no, and that's why I think that prior to Monday, they'll be making some moves. But buying on Taylor Hall makes no sense. By the way, there's a question about Josh Manson in Anaheim and why his name keeps coming up. Crozy, I'm going to save that for you, okay? Why is everybody talking about acquiring (laughs) Josh Manson? Unless you have a thought on that. Like, people are saying that the Winnipeg Jets might go after Josh Manson in Anaheim. I guess they're going to be sellers. But his name is coming up a lot, Jackie. You know, the Winnipeg Jets are a very intriguing team to me because in at least out here, it seems like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, in the North Division, in the All-Canadian Division, it's it's the Leafs and everybody else. <laughs> and I understand why. The Leafs have been very dominant, yada, yada, yada. But we cannot sleep on the Winnipeg Jets. Like, the Winnipeg Jets are a very deep team, and they have Connor Hellebuck. So if they can bolster themselves ahead of the playoffs, I see no reason why the Winnipeg Jets shouldn't do that. Because I think if the Leafs run into the Jets in a seven-game series, I don't know which way I go. Because Winnipeg is a deep team, and they have the the goaltending X factor, if you will, I think, in Connor Hellebuck. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them add a player like that at the deadline. Well, believe me, we hear it now. You would, following Toronto media, would definitely hear it's the Leafs and everybody else. But out here in Western Canada, where we reside, right in the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL, as I like Tell to call me. it, yeah. Tell well, we're, we're well, we're right between Winnipeg, Edmonton, and Calgary. So if we ever talk about the Leafs, and I'm surrounded by Leafs fans that work here. Uh, the Jets fans are pounding their fist, and the Oilers fans are pounding their fist. We're legitimate. We're in the conversation. Does Nick Ehlers get enough hype out there? Because I know he doesn't here, but I'm in the U.S. But Ehlers to me is so, I mean, he's having a great year this year, but he was great before this year. And I just feel like he's slept on a little bit. Only in Winnipeg is he getting his due. But he doesn't from yeah. the networks. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's a really good point. We need to start waving the flag a little more for the Jets and some of these other star players on these Canadian teams. Hey, are you done? Are we done with hockey? Can we talk uh, baseball just for a couple minutes before we let you go? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Can you carry? Is it well known in MLB circles that you're a Blue Jays fan? And am I right in saying that, considering that you are a Canadian? Yes, I would say it's pretty well known um, that I I was born and raised Leafs and Blue Jays. Actually, you know, I would say when I was really young, I probably was more into the Blue Jays when I was a kid. My dad used to listen to sports talk. I mean, still does to this day listen to sports talk radio. But when I was nine, ten years old, my dad would sit sit out in the garage with me, sit on the deck with me, and we would listen to games on the radio. He thought that you gained more or learned more about the game from listening to it on the radio than you did watching it on tv Mm. Uh, i don't know if that's correct but that was his theory and so we would sit outside under this under the sun he would be drinking a beer i'd be drinking like an apple juice or something that kids drink and uh we would just talk about baseball so yeah uh huge blue jays fan 
They've been terrible my whole life until I was an adult a few years ago, and they were good then, obviously. But um, yeah, born and raised on on bad sports teams. Isn't it something <laughs> so. though? Isn't it something though that they put a couple pennants up in Rogers Center, and now they're off to their best start since 2015? And by the way, I would agree with your dad, Tom Cheek and Jerry Howarth. Tom and Jerry, they're dropping the stats. <laughs> On the radio that you're not getting on TV to fill time. Your dad is 100% right. And yeah. just from the from the viewers, TML, Crosby fans watching on YouTube, he says, agreed. Ehlers has always been the Jets' best player. Everyone was hyping up line A, yes. But Ehlers has always been the most all-around skilled player on that team. Uh, our viewer in Albany, where did it go? Albany, New York, Ryan McCarthy. I'll say this too, but Ehlers can wheel. Like, Ehlers <laughs> is fast. And make moves at top-end speed, too. Um, Ryan McCarthy says Nick Ehlers is an under-the-radar guy we don't hear enough of in the States. So you can thank Jackie Redman for pumping his tires. Jackie, I could go on. Yeah, I could <laughs> go on forever. That's what I do. Yeah, so I love it. I love it. So keep it up. I love spreading the positivity that you do. I love that you stand up for yourself as the father of three girls. I think uh, more need to do that in pe- people in your roles. So way to go for that. Big fans, keep it up. And uh, thanks for the time today. Honestly, I actually, I had such a good time with you guys. Thank you for having me on. Call me anytime, you know? We can talk chips. We can talk <laughs> hockey. We can talk about the two. Like, whatever you need. I'm here. Right. I'm here. I, I was actually it. really honored that you guys asked me to be on the show. So thank you. Wow. Thank you, Jackie. I appreciate it. Stay safe. Thanks for the kind words. Jackie Redman joining us from NHL Network in Secaucus, New Jersey, and also from MLB Network. I feel like we covered a lot of ground there. In a lot of areas. When we come back, who's coming in next? Crozy or? What do you want? We'll figure it out in the break. Sports update coming up. We got a curling report too. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live. And 24-hour sports talk with Suds Full Service Car Wash and RodPeterson.com. Listen live. Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Sports update just ahead of another special guest here in the bunker. Nate Lowe, homer twice, leading the Texas Rangers to a 7-4 victory over the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto's Bo Bichette also hit two home runs in the game in a losing cause. Tanner Rourke allowed three homers and gave up five runs in three innings, dropping to 0-5 in his career against the Rangers. Uh, Jays and Rangers back at it today, 12:05 Mountain. Brock Nelson scored with just under seven minutes to go, and Semyon Varlamov made 29 saves as the New York Islanders edged Washington 1-0 to pull even with the Capitals for first place in the Mass Mutual East Division. Byron Froze scored the go-ahead goal at 16:47 of the third period, and the Stockton Heat halted their four-game losing streak with a 3-1 win Tuesday over the Laval Rocket in American Hockey League action. Garrett Sparks made 29 saves for Stockton, who have won just one of their last 10 games. Adam Rizika and Itu Tuola into an empty net rounded out the offense for the Heat. The L.A. Lakers built a 34-point lead in the first 20 minutes and cruised to a 110-101 win over the Raptors in Tampa. Spicy P scored 17 of his 27 points in the fourth quarter. Canada's Brendan Botcher 
Bounced back with wins against Italy and China at the World Men's Curling Championship in Calgary. After 15 draws, Norway led at 7-1, while Canada was tied at 7-2 with Sweden, Russia, and Scotland. The sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store, corner of Pasco and Rochdale in northwest Regina. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. All right, we got a special guest in here. Easy, the, Rob. Hey, what? Special? <laughs> what did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're special. You're very special to me. Doesn't right, that matter? I'll take it. Brandon Crow, the voice of the Weekings here. I'm like, what am I saying? When did I say special? Um, a lot of things we can get to with this guy. Because I did drop the one scoop that I had this morning was about the CFL leaders are talking about talking about dropping five nationals per team. It's what I was told by a very good industry source and also dropping the starters ratio down to three. Brandon Crow called U of S Huskies games for four years. How in tune have you stayed to the football scene since you've left and went full-time back into hockey? People in Manitoba won't like this, but when I, when I left Saskatchewan, to go back to Manitoba to work, it seems like once you hit the border, football kind of just stops. Yep. So you don't have the everyday rider talk, and college football in Saskatchewan was huge, as you know, with the, with the Rams and the Huskies. So when you got back to Manitoba, it kind of just disappeared a little bit. So, yeah, I, I went to the odd bomber game and you know tried to pay attention a little bit. But honestly, once I left Saskatchewan, not necessarily my interest, but the ability to pay attention to it kind of disappeared a little bit. Yep. So uh, there's a little bit of that perimeteritis in Winnipeg where the Bombers are kind of the city's team as opposed to the Riders being the province's team. So I would say it's kind of just moved to the back burner for me when it comes to things I'm interested in. I, I'm interested to see what happens with the CFL because, of course, I mean, it's such an important piece to the Canadian sports fabric that you'd hate to see it disappear. But if it has to change to survive... I mean, you've yeah, seen it with a lot of industries. You've got to change and adapt, right? That's where we are. And that's why, that's why people love this show. It's just the honesty. I wanted your honest answer. I knew that you would give it to me. Um, you know, because there's a lot of CFL fans across the country that are tuning in here for the CFL talk. As you know, it's like what Jackie Redmond just said. Her show, NHL Now, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern every day on the NHL Network is the only place in America that you can get hockey talk. Yeah. In the daytime, think about that. It's crazy. And in Canada, you'd never, you would never believe that, would you? So, with ESPN getting the rights in a couple years, do you think that changes? Because I can't imagine the appetite for hockey just changes like that, right? So, how how do you think that changes the ESPN daily look at hockey? As you know, because you've been in this business a long time, just not as long as I no. have, but people follow what they're told. Right. right. If you want to complain about the Americanization of Canadian sports fans, blame TSN and Sportsnet because that's all we watch. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Junior hockey's not on TSN anymore. It was when I started in this league. Well, and that's right? the thing too with 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 the Sportsnet deal in the CHL. I mean, I I can say it selfishly. It's it's awful. I don't it's know what good. the financials are of it. Maybe that's what's great. But when you have three, maybe five games of the Western Hockey League on national TV and Sportsnet a year, that doesn't do it any justice. And you've got four extra channels at TSN sitting empty you know, on, know. on any given night. It's a wonder why they don't want to pursue it. So maybe there's financials and stuff that's people way smarter than me making those decisions. But it seems like a wasted opportunity, doesn't it? Well, your, uh, your question was, well, ESPN help. I I'm going back and trying to find a, a comment here from Sage Alvarez, who's an American viewer. He's had quite a few in here, and I'll find it. But because I do watch ESPN every morning, I can tell you this. They're showing NHL highlights now on SportsCenter, which they hadn't been before. They will, they'll talk about the NHL for 
two to three minutes yeah. on their daytime sports talk shows that they never had devoted any time to. So that's a, that's a win. You're just pumping it into the Americans' head, right, while yeah. they're watching. They don't even know. We're being brainwashed <laughs> in Canada. No, it's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. And then now when you're going to air games on whatever one of their channels are going to use, ESPN Main Network, ESPN2, O-L-N. ESPN News, or whatever it is. <laughs> Do you remember the games on OLN, the oh, yeah. Outdoor Life Network? But that's how bad it got. I mean, even now, you go to so many places in America that don't have NBC Sports Network or at the time didn't have Outdoor Life Network, they're not on television anymore. You just have to put it in front of people's face. And guess what? ESPN is in front of people's face in America. So it's naturally by osmosis going to get into people's heads. Whereas in Canada, you don't see, I've talked about it all the time, Crozy, and you watch this show, you don't see NLL coverage, you don't see junior hockey coverage, you don't see it's Blue Jays, Raptors, and Jackie Redmond's a great example of anybody in the six in that area, that's all they want. And that's what they get. Yeah, it's you think about the markets that, care about the cfl living and dying and i mean you go winnipeg yes they're a great market inside their own city the riders are huge you know you got calgary edmonton but outside that if the cfl just disappeared you know hypothetically if it just disappeared would there be many people in toronto that even really noticed honestly no they 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 wouldn't so and that's that's a shame because i mean when i moved here to saskatchewan to melford to start doing radio uh i mean i Going to my first Ryder game, life-changing. Sure. Life-changing at the old stadium. I mean, the, the party before, the atmosphere at the, at the stadium, everything, it completely turned me on to football in Canada. And it was like, it was a life-changing experience. And people in other cities, other markets don't get that and understand that. So I, I really hope that it, it can survive and do what it has to do. The kid, the kid knows his stuff. So we'll continue this, get to your questions for Crozy and myself. All these topics on the table when we come back. Darren Dreger, by the way, coming up next hour, too. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you. Unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I'll tell you what, Brandon Crow came in for a great day. They announced the plans for a new ballpark in downtown Regina, Saskatchewan, which is going crazy. I did the uh, scoop of the potential drop of three starting Canadians in the CFLs being talked about by CFL leaders. So, Crozy, Brandon Crow is here, the voice of the Weekings. He's in the dub hub. For how many days is it today? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know. I'm at 30-some now. I've been here since March 3rd, so 35, maybe 36. How is it? Well, I'm starting to go a little squirrely, especially now that it's nice out and you can look outside. And we're not really supposed to go and mingle around with a whole lot of groups of people, obviously, in Regina. So I brought my golf clubs, and I'm hoping to get out and swing the clubs a little bit here now that it's nice out. But... It's starting to feel a lot like Phil Connors in uh, Groundhog Day. It's okay. the same thing over and I know, over and I know, over but at least again. you're calling But it's great, and, and you, like you've yeah. said before, it's a privilege to do it, and, you know, this is what we live for. It's odd, but... But, but you came in here on a day, funny you say, squirrely. What was our morning meeting like? Can you tell our viewers what <laughs> well, it was like? 
I, I had never, I'd obviously I've been in for the squad cast with Clark, but I had never been behind the scenes here. And I, I expected a full on, like, you know, almost like a gavel meeting, like a city council meeting at the start. You know, here's what we're talking about. Here's what's going on. Wasn't that. Well, you pounded a couple of donuts, India, and the rest of the guys were talking about, you know, potential funny names for the ballpark. And I think like, it was, it's all just fun and games here. And that's what I, I love know. about it. Like the, what, the attitude you guys have on air, it's just the way it carries across. Like, well, it gets, how about that? How about how about that? that? Yeah. Well, it is not. It's not real. It's fantasy world yeah. around here. It's like peeking, like I said, it's like peeking into the closet of Narnia when you come in here because it's not anything it's like It's not real. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Genius Football Morty writes, then he says, amazing episode so far. Go check it out. We can check it out now. We're live. We're live. Keenan Sakura writes in and says, question for you guys. Since the league's financial issues over the past few seasons, do you think that the Atlantic expansion is off the table? Um... That's going to take more time than we have right now. We'll carry that over into hour two in the second half kickoff. When I said questions for us, I don't want weird off-the-board questions. Like this one, Cody Fajardo Collectibles has asked, uh, how is my buddy Logan Hammett doing with the Brandon Wheat Kings? Now, now we're getting somewhere. Crozy, what would you say about Logan Hammett? He looks good to He's me. He's going to be a good player. Uh, I yeah. think the, the, the balance between winning and development has been really neat to watch with all these teams. And I think Brandon's done a pretty good job. Obviously, I, you know that's my team. I watch them all the time. So, uh, like for example, Brandon has a, a fourth line that's all 16-year-olds, and Zimmer, Danielson, and Rorsma. And then Hammett and Hofragi on the back end have played a ton of minutes. So uh, this 24 games is going to help these young guys moving forward, and Hammett's going to be a big part of the defense. He's a big kid already at 16. So former captain of the Pat Seas, uh, very soft-spoken kid, very gentle giant-like, but he's going to be a good player. Here's some names that people will appreciate. In the minute and a half we have left, can you explain what happened between the Wheat Kings and the Raiders? Mark <laughs> Habscheid was yeah. on the record as saying you guys ran up the score against them. So last Brandon time beats PA 7-1-7-2 last Tuesday, and in the post-game media, uh, he, he says that the Wheat Kings ran up the score and that the Raiders have never done that. Ever. We wouldn't do that. The Raiders have never done it. I saw the quote. Yeah. Anyway, I, it, it took all of like 30 seconds to find two score sheets from last year where they had Protus and Watts on the ice to go up <laughs> 7-1 or 8-1 or 8-2. And uh, when that was pointed out, he wasn't overly pleased about that. So um, <laughs> needless to say, if you listen to the broadcast the other night, it was not Mark Habscheid on my visiting team coach's show. It was their assistant coach. And uh, I, I think his phone's broken because he just he won't pick up. So right. But you've left messages. I, I've, I'm leaving the table open for Habby to tell me how mad he is at me. Because, I mean, I, I feel like I've got a great uh, relationship with Mark, and I have for years. Of course, his connection to Melfort when I was there. We've always had great conversations. And I, I like to think of it this way. If there were fans in the building, and this was a Raider-Brandon rivalry, and those two comments and pieces went out there, the buildings would have loved it. The of fans would have loved it. It would have heated things right up. So that was my only thought on it, really. It's all good. Light I'm... the fire, stir the pot, something you know all too well. Uh, I think I wrote the book on it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so Brandon Crow's going to stick with us for a while here into hour two. TSN's Darren Dreger coming up. We've got a poll question to talk about. Would you take Taylor Hall on your contending team? Would you trade for him? Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, CFL news today with a scoop that we have a new ballpark coming for downtown Regina. It's quite a day here in the bunker. We'll be right back after this break. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.